This episode of Disney Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Christmas to theater to Disney, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and dreamers of all ages, welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Disney Countdown Show. I am Megan, the Magical Millennial, and I am joined today by my lovely co-host, once again, the Dapper Danielle. How you doing today, uh-huh. Danielle? Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing actually pretty good. Um, it's It's been a long weekend, but a good weekend. And I'll get good. into that here a little bit later as we get into the podcast, because I've been running around Walt Disney World and going and seeing some stuff and some really cool things I, I want to talk to y'all about. But before we get into that, um, y'all, thank you so much for being here today. We really appreciate it. Again, we do. Thank yes, you. <laughs> we, I'm the Dapper Danielle. We got Megan, the Magical Millennial. And I, most of y'all already follow us over on the Instagram, the TikToks, our personal sh- socials and whatnot. But we want to make sure, again, that we're going to say this over and over again. Make sure you're also following us over on the Disney Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and Pod Disney over on the Twitter and the X as well. Um, yeah, whatever it's called. We still don't have any <laughs> clarification on what that's called. So we just keep calling it the Twitter or the X, whatever it is. Once once um, they stop calling it formerly Twitter, then we'll stop calling it Twitter. That, good point. <laughs> They're still good doing point. that. <laughs> Are they really? Oh, yeah. They're still calling it former Twitter. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, obviously, Twitter. I have not been on uh, over on that social media very much here recently. So I, I, I don't even know. I know. But yeah, it's weird. But yes, thank you guys so much for following us. Again, that's at Disney Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. And thank you for rating and reviewing this show. We also really appreciate all the reviews. Mm -hmm. It's a way just for you to get a shout out on the show and also for more people to discover the magic that we're creating with the Disney Countdown Show. Uh, We're on Apple, Spotify, and you can DM us your reviews as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have a couple that we received this week that I'm really excited to share. Danielle, do you want to go ahead and share some of the reviews that we got? Yes. Uh, yeah, Megan, I don't know. Some of these reviews are getting like getting me all like emotional and whatnot. I'm literally literally tearing up. <laughs> yeah. I, oh my god! And y'all, y'all, well, might understand once we get into some of these because so, these are really great. So this yeah. the, one of these first ones is from Zach Brown sixteen, and this is over on Instagram. And be, actually, y'all, again, we we go through and we read these these uh, messages that you send us and mm-hmm. all these comments and whatnot on our post. And so like, go comment, like talk to us. We want to be able to talk. To y'all back uh we we do go through and we read these so uh again zach brown 16 on instagram he says megan and danielle exclamation mark (laughs) (laughs) wanted to reach out and say i am one of the patreon members and i wanted to say i was not able to come chat last week when it happened oh Oh, you know what we're gonna we'll be talking about that here in a second we have another live stream coming up yeah we do uh, uh, so he also puts in a teary emoji right there at that point. And then yeah. he says, hopefully can make it to the next one. I also wanted to say how much I love the show and that it always brightens my work day when I listen to it at every, uh, every work week. Oh, Aww. yes. I love that's that. So, that's so I have followed you guys both separately for a while and love both your separate content and you guys blend together so well and hilariously. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Can't wait to see where the podcast goes and the Halloween episodes. Hopefully 
early this month. Ooh, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Danielle, I'm excited for making a trip down to Walt Disney World from Canada in November for the second time with my girlfriend at the beginning of the holidays. Can't wait. And maybe I'll see you around the park's Christmas tree emojis. Oh, that's so exciting. Our, Can- our Canadian fam. Yeah, that is so exciting. I was just up in Canada, so hello. <laughs> yes. But that's awesome. Can't wait for your trip for the holidays. It's one of the best times to be at the parks. That is just amazing. I was actually talking with some cast members over at that work at Hollywood Studios. And Jollywood Nights is going to be like the Christmas decoration spot here at Walt Disney World. And they are getting so hyped and so excited. So it's making me pretty excited. So we're, we're excited for you to come down and visit us, Zach Brown. Yes, that's awesome. Oh, so exciting. All right. Well, thank you so much to Zach Brown 16 on Instagram. This next message is getting me in the feels a little bit. It is from a listener and she says, Hey, I just wanted to say thanks to you guys so much. I haven't been following on Instagram very long, but I have been following both of you on TikTok for a long time. My mom was diagnosed with breast cancer in June and I've been feeling really burnt from being a caregiver for my mom and a part-time daycare worker. I've been watching both of your videos and listening to the podcast during my mom's surgeries, treatments, or just when I want to relax at night. Thank you for giving me a little piece of the happy Disney vibes when I need it most. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm getting getting a little emotional reading that. Oh my gosh. That's really sweet. So sweet. No, and y'all, we've already, we've been at this for a couple episodes now. We're we're now Mm -hmm. on episode 13, I believe. And it is so amazing that y'all have been able to bring us into your lives and to be able to let us be a part of it, which has been so cool. And wherever you're listening, whether you're in the car, you're out for a run, maybe you're doing chores. We have a lot of y'all that listen to us while you're busy doing, uh, house chores but to also be there and just to be a distraction while you're um maybe you're going through chemo or any of these other things like thank thank you for letting us be a part of your day and hopefully it brings a little bit of extra disney magic to it that's so sweet yeah yeah thank you guys so much and of course sending love and positive vibes your way as well magical vibes too so thank you again and this next message is kind of fun. It is from Debs LF on Instagram. She says, love the podcast. Megan, if you haven't tried the coffee and donuts churro from the Redwood Challenge Trail churro cart, you should try it. It was delicious. I'm kicking myself on the raspberry macaron. It didn't show on the Jolly Holiday menu, so I didn't even check the mobile order menu. You know, it is a bit of an elusive one on some days, so I totally understand. It's, it's okay. Uh, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. It does sell, it does sell out. Yeah. During the day sometimes if it's a busy day, but the coffee and donuts about it too much. Uh, We do talk. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting it on the map again, Danielle. We gotta, we gotta keep it a little more hush hush these days. (laughs) Goodness. Yes. The coffee and donuts churro though. I, I actually, I have tried, I tried it on the first day it came out and it's very espresso-y for sure. Very coffee-like. I think I need to give it another shot, but um, it is, yeah, very coffee. And honestly, it's like, I like my coffee. I really do. But when it comes to coffee flavored things, it sometimes it throws me off a little bit and I'm not going to lie. And on a churro, it's very interesting. It's not my favorite. Like there was an espresso churro, I think last year. Um, but maybe I, get, I need to give it another shot. I think I do. I think I got to give it a, a second chance. Mm-hmm. So 
And you know what, Megan? Like, you know how I, I just said a little while ago, like, make sure you message us on Instagram and over on, like, message us over on the Disney Countdown Show because we'd like to read those and whatnot. Yes. I feel like with these kind of reviews and stuff, like, people have been giving us other suggestions of what their favorite foods are and all this other stuff of asking, like, have you tried this? Have you done that. this? Mm-hmm. And I also got another one um, from Most Magical Meg, uh, one of my Instagram regulars and whatnot, talking over there. And she was asking me, because, of course, we talked a lot about in the last episode a lot of carbs and a lot of cheese which mm-hmm. was great yeah. um, but then she was asking me if I tried the what she says is the best grilled cheese over at the Edison which is the restaurant over in Disney Springs and no I had not tried it yet but I'm see we're having to go through and read these suggestions and we're adding them to our gotta try list and see if that changes our con- countdown later on Oh, 100%. Any any recommendations or suggestions are super helpful. I mean, especially in World, there are so many different food places and different menus to try. So that that's very helpful. Thank you. Helpful. And, yeah. and also just reminders that there's all this stuff is out there. So appreciate it. It's true. Or yeah. now, if you if you want to have that more personal connection and conversation with us, because of course in Zach Brown's comment, we we just talked about this. Uh, we do have a Patreon exclusive just to the Disney Countdown Show, and uh, you can either be a paid. You also can be a paid subscriber over on Apple and Spotify, and that gives you access to the bonus episodes. But the magical perks are over on the Patreon, where we have uh, special little episode notes, and we can have conversations over on those Patreon pages. And we are also working on getting another live together. So, Zach, maybe you'll be able to join us for our next one and the next uh, live little Patreon family meet and greet get together is going to be on Friday, October 13th. Friday the 13th. Very spooky. (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh And it's going to be at 7 p.m. and on specific time. So 10 p.m. over on the Dapper Danielle time, uh, if on the Eastern Standard Time and whatnot. So, yes. Yeah. And then the link again to our Patreon is in the episode notes if you want to join the fam. And we are so excited for our next live. We'll be chatting with you guys and talking some more Disney. So that'll be super fun. We had a blast the last time we did that. It was so much fun to finally see faces and meet people and talk about Disney experiences, talk about upcoming trips. It was such a great time. So looking forward to the next one for sure. I feel like next the next time, we, we did a lot of introduction stuff. I feel like the next one, I think we're going to try to focus more on maybe answering some more of your questions. Yeah. Especially questions. now that we're getting into the peak holiday season over here at Walt Disney World. So like me and Megan, we'll go live oh, like on a hot take, like only every mm-hmm. once in a while. And usually on these other lives through like TikTok or Instagram, you're competing with conversations of like multiple people well a couple hundred hundred thousands of people also sometimes and uh this by doing the patreon lives this is a little more intimate setting we can have more regular conversation so hopefully you get the chance to be able to join us for one of those conversations yeah yeah absolutely i'm well very much looking forward to it well, speaking of all of our social media adventures and running around uh, the Disney parks, Megan, do you have anything exciting to report or anything happening over on the Disneyland side? I wish I did for you. Um, <laughs> well, you've been kind of preoccupied. So. I'm a little preoccupied. I did a little trip to Canada. I got engaged and all that stuff, you know, all that, uh, I guess, happy 
stuff. Um, but, uh, all good things. All good things. All good things. Um, and uh, you know, I've been I've been walking around the parks. It really, there's not much that's new. New. I actually was able to see the heartbeat of New Orleans, which is a new show. It's a four minute little mini show they put on at the Rivers of America with the projections and some jazz music. And it's about a little froggy who wants to play jazz music, and it's so it's it's cute. I saw that last third uh, Friday. Excuse me, Friday night. Which one it debuted, and then honestly, really, like we got we got a bunch of stuff that's closed over here for Halloween. Space is closed. Splash is obviously closed. Adventureland Treehouse that has yet to open. I'm, wa- I'm walking by that construction every day, being like, hmm, wonder when that's gonna be done. Um, <laughs> it was fine. It's fine. Rivers of uh, the Mark Twain Riverboat is currently under refurbishment as well. That's just sitting in the corner with a bunch of walls around it. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's that's honestly about it over here at the Disneyland Resort. We will have some news coming from the Disneyland Resort in just a second. But mm. the recent trips have been definitely just more chill, more calm lately, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. Which which is okay. It's, it's honestly, okay. I, yeah. who was I talking to? I was talking to a friend because there's a lot of Disney World people that are heading over to Disneyland here this uh, holiday season, mm-hmm. and they've been they've been coming up to me and being like, Danielle, what's something I just gotta do when I'm at Disneyland? And I'm like, you gotta slow your roll, and you just <laughs> need to sit down on Main Street. Go grab yourself a churro or a coffee. Just go sit down and just people watch and just enjoy the atmosphere and whatnot. And it's okay to have those days. You don't have oh, to be yeah. running around to each of the main like big attractions or anything else like that so you can have like a chill day megan that's totally allowed <laughs> absolutely yes and that's you know a couple of days in a row of that that's a more more than like happy for me i'm i'm good with that so yeah that we're, we're we're doing that at the moment but how about you how have your recent trips been well, so my big recent trip, and I, I posted about this on Instagram and TikTok and whatnot, is uh, there was a convention that actually I did not really find out about until it had sold out. And I only got tickets because um, of a online friend named John. And uh, so it is called the convention was called Retro Magic and is put on by a very small group here in Florida. It is the Lake Buena Vista Historical Society and Retro Walt Disney World, uh, Retro WDW. And they are like, they got started back in the 80s of like, kind of before influencers were like a thing kind of like not not the way me and you are megan but like mm-hmm. the og versions before the internet was like huge before google before youtube all these other things and they went through with their like kodak cameras and everything like that and when they knew that a lot of these attractions at walt disney world were changing after their 10-year contracts when they opened up in the 70s and the 80s and they were changing in the late 80s they went around and started like doing some of the first ride through recordings of all these rides and they started like documenting all this like disney history that they were afraid that disney was just gonna throw out and put out the window and honestly disney did like throw out a lot of this information and they went through and they have archived all these things they have partnered up with um families and have gotten all these like home video and photos and have created this giant catalog of all of these basically would have been forgotten disney Walt Disney World history tidbits Mm -hmm. and um, so they put together this little convention and they invited all of these different Imagineers like Tony Baxter was there, Bob Gurr was there um, and then all of these different designers 
that created Epcot. The whole theme was around Epcot for this mm-hmm. uh, for this convention, yeah. and because of course it was the not the 40th birthday, the 41st birthday was actually just the other day. October 1st is the birthday for Magic Kingdom and for uh, Epcot. Yep. And uh, it was it was great that it was. I went on. October 1st, which was even better. And we got to sit in this smaller panel and listen to these Imagineers and these designers talk about extinct attractions like Horizons or the old versions of Epcot and how they created it and the struggles and like, oh, hey, I was a 24 year old kid in the back of... um, uh, what was it in the hobby shop over there in California and creating these displays. And then they had to get shipped over to Florida and all this other stuff. It was so cool to hear these stories and to be really candid because it wasn't technically put on by Disney. Mm-hmm. So I felt like the Imagineers could be a little more real, if that yeah. makes sense. So they oh, were yeah. able to like, there was at one point, one of them was talking about how, um, oh, what was it? It was like, the union struggles of like oh building God. and stuff like that and how like the Disney Imagineers, they weren't allowed to touch anything construction and that included like ladders or hammers or anything like that. Oh, so if they were walking around, if there was a hammer in the middle of the walkway, they weren't allowed to pick it up and move it because if someone saw it or it was changed, they would get a grievance from the building unions and like all this other stuff. So they were able to talk about that stuff. And I just like, oh, that's so fascinating. Because of course, y'all know, I love the really obscure little like, like details and information. Yes. And it, it was cool to hear it. And some of the some of the guys actually got kind of like emotional on stage. And because they were talking about their pet projects and like, this was the beginning of their Disney careers was Epcot. And I post I post about this in the description of my Instagram post about how really the this group of young Imagineers, they were taught by the people that worked with Walt Disney mm-hmm. and that Epcot was the park that opened up without any direct influence by Roy or Walt. And it yes. was basically just off of like some plans that they had jumbled together. And these guys were the ones of like, hey, the future of the company and what this next park is going to be without any direct influence from Disney, like Walt himself is in your hands. Good luck. It better be good. And wow. so it's kind of, it's, it was cool to hear all that perspective and whatnot. I got, I got a little emotional even hearing some of these stories and listening to all this. Of course, I'm just a big nerd like that too. Um, but that was such a cool experience. So again, I keep, I keep thanking John in the video and in the Instagram. I'm going to thank him again over here. Um, but I did not know until we got there. I knew his dad worked in something, but his dad was a concept artist for Epcot and for the Imagineering. And I looked to see his dad's up on stage and I turn over to John. I'm like, why didn't you tell me that he was going to be talking today? And he's like, I don't know. It's just my dad. <laughs> so it was it was just kind of cool to to have that opportunity. So again, thank you to our listeners and to our family. Like you don't you we don't know Megan who's listening to us and we just hope that it's impactful enough that maybe we get a random invite to a convention that just is like a Disney nerd event and we really appreciate it. <laughs> that is so cool. It's that's Stuff that you would not normally get. You wouldn't get to hear, like, anywhere else. That's pretty amazing. Right. And because since, even though it was a Disney convention, but it wasn't put on by Disney, Mm -hmm. again, it was a little more, it was a little more candid. It was a little more organic feeling. And... I don't know. It got into some really deep history stuff. And they were able to talk about all the goofy things of, like, building 
and all the like the awful things that happened of like uh what was it one of the guys was complaining about how when horizons was built they didn't spray the interior of it for spiders <gasps> so Did they have, it like, became an infestation an infestation oh, to where God. it was all little black widow spiders and it was like crawling where you could shine a flashlight and all of a sudden the wall would move <gasps> and the as way they're trying to, like, i would have burned that to the ground oh <laughs> Exactly. And so the guy was like, I wasn't afraid of spiders until I was installing the animatronics for this attraction. And then finally enough of them got bit one day. Um, and it was one day, like a, a few of them all got attacked in one in one setting that, that that somebody from construction finally came in and said, oh, I guess we should spray and like like get rid of all these things and so that way they didn't have any issues afterwards but just like those obscure stories that you wouldn't hear in a d23 convention was no. able to be heard here that is crazy though wow okay yeah so that mm, mm -mm. The, <laughs> the spider thing no absolutely not bunch of nope sauce a uh, bunch of nope sauce i would yeah they got bit. They actually got bit. And then they were like, yeah, yeah maybe we should because get rid of the Because they were rolling up the cords for these, uh, the, like, if you see pictures of those giant machines mm -hmm. that would set the animatronics, like, when they're animating them and creating mm -hmm. their reels of them moving and whatnot, mm -hmm. he was talking about how he would, they'd be wrapping up the cords and every few inches, like, every every wrap, flick, out, flick off a spider. Every wrap, flick off a spider. Because there were so many of them at oh, one point. Disgusting. And that is I what nightmares like, are made of. Yeah. Absolutely not. Sorry if y'all are a little squeamish as I'm talking about this over the radio waves. <laughs> mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. No, thank you. Yeah. Wow. So it, okay. So it well, was it was a really cool experience. It was really emotional yeah. for me, honestly. And then I got to go back to Hoopty Doo Review later on that Yay. night. Oh, that's fun. Nice, y'all. A Hoopty Doo Review. And Megan, you haven't gone to experience Hoopty Doo, have you? Not yet, but I really want to. <laughs> oh my gosh this is a classic show that is over at four wilderness campground it's a dinner show it's one mm -hmm. of the actual last remaining dinner shows yeah. and it's been around since uh the 70s and of course it has changed of course over time to keep up with the times and all this other stuff but i have not laughed that hard in so long because it is still such a good show we had a great audience like, and you know, half of the audience is what really makes or breaks one of these interactive shows, right? That's true. Mm -hmm. And like, if you, we went to the later show. And so if any of y'all are listening and you're trying to plan on if you're going to go to Hoopty Doo Review, don't go to one of the earlier shows. Like the earlier shows are okay. But I would say go to like the 830 show, one of the last shows of the night, because uh, it's just the people that want to be there, want to be there. They're not one of the people that are like, oh, I have to come to the show because I have an 830 bedtime and all this other stuff. So, uh, it's like, I don't know. You just have a different group that's more fun. And I don't know. It was just very, very cool. Uh, it was a great show. Great cast. And uh, so shout out to the Hoopty Doo fam. Appreciate y'all. And I was so glad I was able to get my uh, fried chicken and my uh, strawberry shortcake and whatnot. It was so good. That's awesome. Nice. That sounds like a, ugh, what a great day. Ugh. It a Great emotional day. I went from like getting yeah. all emotional and crying over Epcot stuff to laughing my head off over at Hoopty Doo Reviews. It was a range of emotions within 24 hours. I went through all the emotions. That's, oh, that's so awesome. That sounds like so much fun too. Wow. Yeah. Lucky. <laughs> yes. Well, Megan, now it's been a couple of days already, but 
I, I don't know. I've had more people come up to me here recently being like, Danielle, we didn't know you had a podcast because we didn't hear about it until you were on Sirius XM. Yep. Yep. I actually, I had a few people like that too, like message me or um, I had some friend text me like, were you on Disney radio? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I was. That was me. <laughs> we were on Disney hits. Yes. On Sirius XM. That was cool. That was um, a very fun and uh, gosh, just an awesome experience. So thank you to Disney Hits for having us. The response was almost overwhelming of the people that were tuning in and listening from all over, not just here in the U.S., like friends in Canada, too, that were listening to it. And uh, it was I don't know. It was just cool that so it was part of the Disney Hits. And we, we went through and we gave our top four favorite songs. And we talked about this in the the other episodes also. And so it was kind of spoiler alert. If you already listened to the Disney countdown show, you kind of already knew what we were going to talk about. And I don't, I think the responses were great and it was, I don't know, like the podcast is one thing, but for it to be like radio is different. Does that make sense? It It is. It is. Yes. It's a uh, radio. I don't know. It, it feels you have like... a different connection with it because I mean, because we're a little bit older. All these youngins are probably just <laughs> like radio. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> Back in our day. Yes, that's all we had to listen to. <laughs> we had to call into and the CDs. radio if we wanted to hear our favorite uh, songs over and over again. We were those people having to call into the radio stations being like, play this song. These yep. little young whippersnappers don't even know. I feel so old right now. Megan. Right? I know. In the days before, like, YouTube and any sort of streaming service. Yeah, no. We had to call into a radio station. I called into Radio Disney multiple times to try to get my song played. And I think I only got it done once. They only played my song once. But that's okay. But yeah, radio has been around, gosh, for forever. So it's just like this, like, this main source of, you know, news, music, everything. So it feels like legit. You know what I mean? Like our podcast is legit, but radio's like, dang, that's it's big time. Different. It's just <laughs> different. <laughs> and I don't know. So I think that was so cool to be a part of that. So hopefully the Disney hits family, they invite us in again so we can do something like this. I don't know. I want to do like another top four songs, like something seasonal related, either like an attraction based or like villains based or like some other, like more like specific theme. instead of just like our specific favorites. Mm -hmm. Like we'll give our, our personals, but more like within a certain category, I would love to break down and do that. So uh, Disney hits fam. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, they have a whole like playlist going on in the promenade right now with all the Disney Halloween songs. And I've got mm -hmm. some ones that I do enjoy on there. So that'd be cool. Very nice. Yeah. We will cool. have to maybe break into that a little bit later here in the next episodes. <gasps> and y'all, yeah. you know, we, we haven't even told them. We haven't even gotten into the Disney news yet, but we haven't even told them what the theme of this episode is yet. Oh my gosh. Yes. The theme. Our theme of this episode. Yes. Which is kind of like... It Halloween ish. It's like spooky or I don't know spooky something. Vibes. It's something different. It's little spooky vibes ish. It yes. can. Um, so we're covering like the myths and the legends, whether they be true or false, of the Disney worlds, the Disneyland of Disney World, Disney and this is covering like a bunch of random things. It could be cast yeah. member lore. It could be um, attractions attractions of the parks park in, in general, general. Mm -hmm. um you know once we start getting into some of these countdowns you'll understand a little bit more what we're talking about but this is a very broad range and we wanted to talk about some of these these kind of like 
I don't know. These are the Disney versions of the stories of Bigfoot. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> yes. I think you described that perfectly. Yeah. Okay, good. And so we thought this would be a good segue into our Halloween spooky season. And this was actually suggested to us on one of our live streams that we did mm-hmm. months ago. Yeah, uh, I think it was just promoting the podcast in general. We just went on TikTok. We did a dual live and uh, this was popped up in the comments. So I'm so sorry if you're one of our listeners and you you gave the suggestion. I cannot remember your name for the life of me right now. But thank you. Thank we ended up going with this theme. <laughs> yes. And uh, I, I don't know. This is I'll be interesting once we get into that and we start listening a little bit more uh, to what I, I'll be interested to see if you talk about in the Disneyland things. I got a lot of Disney World ones. I got some land. I'm ready for go. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think we should go ahead and jump into some Disney news before we get into any countdowns whatsoever. Let's do it. We interrupt our program to bring you this Disney news. (sighs) Megan, we have a piece of your history over in my park. (laughs) <laughs> there is yes look at look at this disneyland disneyland scale model now on mm-hmm. display at disney's hollywood studios what's it doing over there i okay so <laughs> to be fair so where it's currently located at okay this is over in walt's dream now this was over in disneyland for the longest time it was previously displayed over in the disneyland opera house right next to great moments with mr lincoln so maybe it's just going on tour just going around but over over here kind of like how mr lincoln has that little like pre-show area and a little bit of history kind of area our capitol building yeah uh, right Mm -hmm. um this is kind of our version of it it's over in hollywood studios it's called uh one man's dream and it is it is adorable. So you walk through, it goes through the history of Walt. It, it talks about his Marceline days. It talks about um, all these other little different presentations of like the history. It has artifacts. It has like recreations of Walt Disney's desk and all this other stuff. And now they have this giant display. It is the Disneyland scale model that, um, Oh gosh, I'm trying to make sure I have all the details correct about it, but this is displayed at an angle so guests can view it in its entirety. And it has the information about the five original lands over in Tomorrowland. So y'all, this this has stuff on it that is no longer is, exists anymore, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is before New Orleans Square. This is before Critter Country, Galaxy's Edge, Toontown. No, that like this is just Adventureland. What old old Adventureland and Frontierland, mm-hmm. uh, Main Street, Fantasyland, and Tomorrowland, and the artwork in detail is amazing. It shows like the parking lot being right out front of the front gates. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! It and looks, like the whole yeah. trail. I just love I scale models for some reason are so fascinating to me. I love when anything's like miniature. And so seeing seeing old Disneyland in a on a scale model has always been I I do I know exactly where this was when it was at the um the Opera House and the Lincoln Theater and I always love seeing it. Um and I was like it always made me want to go back in time and see what Disneyland looked like back then. I had this like this just burning desire and i still do to to you know go back in time and see it but it's pretty cool i'm glad that it is i love um one man's dream over in hollywood I studios think I said the name I, that's the show technically is it I one man's dream actually, i'm so sorry yeah where's the, the bu- what's the building 
the building itself is technically the Walt Disney Presents uh, in Disney Disney Hollywood Studios. But the show that they play at the end, if they're not playing like a trailer or something like that, is technically one man's dream, I believe. Or at least that's what I call it. The show. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is the show. So I I call it the show instead of the actual Walt Disney Presents building. I don't know. Um, But there's some great artifacts. And fun fact for those that are listening, when you go in, and uh, it breaks, like I said, it breaks down the history and the decades of Walt Disney World. You go in and off to the first right hand side, it talks about his time in Marceline, Missouri. And of course, me and Megan, we went over there and we checked it out mm-hmm. uh, here just uh, semi recently earlier this year. And it will show Walt Disney's childhood desk. That is not the original. That is a casting of the original desk. And the original desk is over at the Walt Disney Hometown Museum in Marceline, Missouri still. And the there's an etching there of WD. And it was Walt Disney's initials that he carved into his elementary school desk. And uh, I don't know, Megan, do you remember this story? I do. Mm-hmm. Of uh, the, They had a guy come in that was just a local to Marceline, Missouri. And because these desks stuck around for the longest time that were still actively in the school. So somebody that was a couple years after Walt Disney sat at Walt Disney's desk and was doing his homework. And he would he didn't know who WD was for the longest time until this desk showed up inside the museum. And he's walking around the museum one day and he's like, wait, that's my desk. Wait, WD's <laughs> Disney? And he's like, I cursed out that kid every single time I was trying to write because it was so ingrained into the desk that I was writing and my pencil would go through the paper right there over top of the grooves. And I hated WD, whoever he was, but I can give him a little more grace knowing it's Walt Disney now. (laughs) Yeah. Like, all right, I'll let it slide. It's fine. I'm over it. Yes, but I think it's cool that this this piece of Disneyland history now is over there. I'm going to have to go check this out. This just broke uh, as we're filming this actually today. This just literally showed up over in uh, Hollywood Studios. So I'm going to have to go check that out later on this week. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I I do remember um, it was for the, our 50th anniversary over in Disneyland in 2005 was when it uh, showed up because it was commissioned for the celebration. So it is pretty cool pretty cool to see so yeah you have a little piece of our history over there on the east coast yeah now i'm kind of surprised that this isn't at the like disney 100 exhibit that's going to chicago you know like we mentioned this a couple episodes ago yeah Mm -hmm. i'm like okay i think this would have been a really great addition to represent like the park history but hey i'm fine with it The, the park stuff can keep in the park stuff i'm fine with that guess they didn't have enough space in that exhibit and this was perfect for it i don't know (laughs) but (laughs) it's cool that it's going at least to uh another park so yes pretty cool nice pretty cool and then uh our the next story we have is that uh officially walt disney world cast members are receiving a commemorative disney 100 name tag yes now i have a little more details about this too Yes. So you know how Disneyland, you guys current, your cast members currently have the Disney 100 name tags that say their name and like their favorite character? Yes. Fun fact, Walt Disney World cast members have not received this. Yeah, you guys never got that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't believe they're going to get it. Unless, I mean, like our 100 year, okay, see that y'all, this is Danielle going on a rant again and like talking about this stuff. But, um... Honestly, I feel like some of this, 
like we're just now starting. We just started our 100 year anniversary, like just the other week here. And it's supposed to be at Epcot. It's supposed to be the festival location. The fireworks show is not here yet. It should have debuted around the same time. It's been pushed back to December and there's a ton of tea and whatever on that too. Um, but on it. So, but we also didn't get the name tags and the cast members are just like, well, what do you mean we don't get special 100 year name tags, but Disneyland does. So that's something they're a little salty about. And yeah. the, these name tags are cute, right? They're cute. Mm-hmm. They are, they're silver. It says 100 and it's just going to have the name engraved on it um, of the cast member. However, they can't wear this name tag. No, it's, it's not. It's not Disney it's... look appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> It's something that they can take home, but they can't wear it on stage. Right. Yeah. It is not designed to be worn on stage or where guests are present. It is a commemorative display piece only. And so the Disney World people are just like, that's great, but that's not what we wanted. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, where's our special name tags that we can wear? Oh. Yes. Hmm. Um, so if for cast members, employees are hired before, uh, have the hiring date of October 16th, 2023, um, the actual 100th anniversary um, or earlier will receive this commemorative name tag. And it also comes with like a little lithograph paper and all this other kind of stuff, which is cute. But, you know, it's not it's not the name tag that they can actively wear and like show off their favorite character. Like this would be your chance to, I know some of the Disneyland cast members went like hardcore into the deep, obscure favorite character, um, whatever. But I think they actually had to choose from a list because the, the names were sometimes too long. Like you can't put professor Ludwig von Drake cause it doesn't fit on a name tag. Correct. And there were some characters that they just simply didn't have as an option. I have ta- I've spoken to some cast members about it. Um, and I, I just can't remember the character specifically, but there were some that I was like, really? That wasn't an option? So, yeah, that was, like, that was just a thing. One of my favorites being, like, Charlotte LaBeouf. I don't think Charlotte is available as an option. I don't so think I she been was, like, no. Ugh. I know. Goodness. It's yeah. so hard when you're an obscure Disney nerd lover. <laughs> like, I want my obscure character. Why can't I? Right. Yeah. I guess it was just wouldn't fit or wasn't, wasn't a choice. So, yeah. I mean, we're, we're excited that the cast members are going to be getting at least a little something, but I yeah. will voice for the Walt Disney World fan that they are salty that they can't wear this. So that's, that's just the tea from the Disney World side. <laughs> I understand completely. I'm glad, yeah, again, glad they're getting something kind of pretty, you know, for the 100th anniversary, but, really cute you know, why, why didn't they get the name tags and we did? I don't know. I know we started the celebration a bit earlier than you, so... <laughs> We finally yeah. got a banners at least. We'll take what Yay! we can get. Yes, banners. <laughs> Woo. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on over to Disneyland, the Disneyland Resort, the mm-hmm. villas at the Disneyland Hotel officially opened. And these are open for anyone actually to come and stay in. Um, it's uh, definitely a little bit of a DVC thing. They're part of the DVC uh, points and everything. So you can, um, obviously go ahead and book the room. Now they, I have, I have explored the villas myself. They have a lovely little like water play area. There's some cute stuff right in the center of this building and the building itself looks beautiful. It looks great. Definitely a different feel and different aesthetic than the other three buildings that were previously there. Mm -hmm. Um, or that are, you know, were built before. 
and the rooms are very spacious they're very nice they have uh there's some different themes i know there's a tiana themed room in there um or prince and the frog i should say and yeah the rooms are they're very nice very beautiful the one i took a tour of there was a main like queen size bed and then there was a bed that you would pull down from the wall so it was like a fold-away bed and that's what provided a lot of space rooms exactly yes yes exactly and uh the brand spanking new spotless looking very shiny uh and it's just a cool you know another cool option i believe they are about the same price as a room at the grand californian so if you're looking for price you're looking at about 700 plus a night so well, but there most are people it's covering with their DVC points too, and specifically catering Usually to those kind of families. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the the program now. See, and I've only seen pictures of maybe it was one of the smaller studio rooms. It seemed to be more of like an obscure, like representing multiple different themes. Like Florifauna and Merryweather mm-hmm. were etched into the glass of the bathroom, but it had like a fantasy land vibe. Uh, just like the castle and whatnot inside the rest of the room. Did you did you see that? Or were they like more I separately did. individually detailed? No, I got that. I, I saw that too. Yeah. It's a bit more like, I guess, yeah, a bit more clustered. I, I didn't really understand really what the theme was in the room that we were in, but I did see the castle. I did see a bunch of the characters on the wall. So I think it's just like a general, you know, I was in a general like, like Disney, Disney animation. Movie. Disney. Yeah, exactly. Animation. Right. Well, if I get, if I, if, and y'all, I know I keep alluding to this in all the episodes, like, I'm not sure if I'm actually <laughs> able to get out there yet. I'm still, I'm literally still working this out as I'm filming this episode. And uh, if we get, if we get out there, I'm going to try to go over there to the Disneyland hotel and just be like to the front desk, can I get a tour please? And I, cause I want to see this myself. Cause I, I don't know. I'm all about trying to find the obscure character references and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I would love just to go check out the rooms just so I can see what I spy. So yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They are doing tours. They were doing totally doing tours on that day, like opening day. So I'm pretty sure they'll they'll have tour rooms available when you come over. Yeah. Not if, but when. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Now, uh, Mary Hollow thanks Miss Megan. Mary Hollow thanks Miss Danielle. <laughs> because y'all, just the other day, October second, uh, Christmas has thrown up all over Disneyland and Disney World Park. Like, this is the earliest. And I, so I actually end up going to, Megan, you haven't seen this merchandise yet, have you? I went yesterday. I was there. I saw it. You were there. Okay, you did oh, see yeah. it. I did. Um, so we, we kind of talked about this in one of the last episodes of, uh, actually, it might have been two or three episodes. And we were just like, oh my goodness, yeah, you like, the Christmas stuff is like slowly releasing on Shop Disney. And we're like, okay, like that's, that's a little normal. They'll give a little preview and it'll stick around, just like slowly drop one or two items. And then all of a sudden everything will show up usually the last week of October. Right. Mm -hmm. This, I was talking with some cast member friends and I actually ran into some old managers and stuff like that over in Disney Springs. I went to world of Disney and ever after jewelry company. And I went up to the coordinators and leaders and I'm like, why is this here? (laughs) And uh, one of them just shook her head and she's just like, Danielle, we don't even know. Like, this is so early. And I I worked merchandise for a good amount of time. And uh, like, y'all, this is the earliest that we can remember Christmas merch ever arriving to Walt Disney World property. Like usually we have it down to a science and I would usually even tell y'all um, in previous videos when on TikTok and whatnot in the previous uh, years of me saying, oh yeah, no, be on the lookout during this week for this merchandise because this is how it's been the past five to 10 years. 
nope, they just changed their mind this year. Mm-hmm. They're really like, we're going to... stuff is cute. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. I do like um, a lot of the, the clothing. Spirit jerseys are cute. Um, not the biggest fan of the ears. I would... I'm not going to get those. You don't like the fine. ears? No, I don't. They're... <sighs> it's because they're I, 2D. Yeah. I, I, I like my... Um, you know, pretty like fluff the squishy ears that you can kind of see the um the depth to them a little bit and I need to like the design. I just it's a little too kitschy for me and I hate using that word because I don't want to like, you know it sounds mean, but it just it just is to me. Right. Well, so I didn't realize this until I was like, inspecting some of the merchandise a little bit more. So it is so for y'all that are listening, and I'll I'll post a video about it later on, actually probably before this uh episode releases. Um and showing y'all some of the Disney merchandise because I know every other influencer was there also. I ran into so many people over at World of Disney. I'm just like, hello. Yeah. Um and uh the backpack for mm-hmm. Loungefly. It has this like 2D effect on it and it's all these different characters and they're very stylized to the 50s and 60s animation style, which I oh, love. Yeah. I'm obsessed with that. And the front pocket actually has the ear strap holders and Loungefly even has a tag on there saying patent pending and all this other yeah. stuff. So I think they got wise to all these other third-party companies and like Etsy shops that were like doing this stuff and marketing this and Loungefly's like no 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 no. You're, we're doing this for our bags and to match our ears. And so since it's a 2D design bag, I think that's why they did the ears 2D. So you're, so you're supposed to get like a set. Um, but yeah, yes. I kind of agree with you. They're cute. But again, I'm not a big ear girly like you are, Megan. You you yeah. wear more of the Disney ears than I do. I do. I do. I have quite a few pairs. It's like my, my staple clothing item going to the parks is <laughs> the ears. But yeah, sure, the, back, the backpack's cute. Those. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yes. The I think my favorite two items right now are the spirit jerseys. There's a blue mm-hmm. spirit jersey and then there's also a green spirit jersey. Yes. The green one's cute. I'm loving the green one. I know. It's got all the characters it on this, it. It has this characters on it on the front and the back. And then the very f- and then the back of it, of course, yours says Disneyland, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then ours spells out Walt Disney World, and it's this gold sparkly lettering, and it has these little uh, Christmas lights on it, too, and on the very mm-hmm. front where the logos are, and then it has Tinkerbell flying around the front logos, and of course, they men- match the Disney World one and the Disneyland one, yes. and they're pretty cute. They're, they're pretty cute. I do like the design on that one. The characters that are on it, adorable. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they they are slowly growing. Um there's some other pieces too that match. They're more like a ski winter wonderland theme. Yes. And uh, I think some of that merchandise hasn't fully arrived here to Walt Disney World. More of it's going to be showing up in Disneyland and Disney World here soon. Yeah. And it's kind of to be more like not specifically Christmas, but transition into like winter. Like you can wear it into January and winter February wonderland. and it's socially acceptable. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where it's just like a little bit of blue, a little bit of snowflakes. Yeah. It's very cute. Like mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I like a lot of the merchandise this year. I'm there was I think I like a it lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody else was saying too. Like I, I love the references from last year because what was it last? Was last year Walt's Ski Lodge or was that the year before? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna have to look it's that up. Drawing a blank. Yeah, I have to look it up too. I love the Walt Ski Lodge theme. That was probably one of my favorites because of like the references and the historical references and whatnot. But mm-hmm. uh, this year, I don't know. I'm digging the vibes. I think it's really cute. 
I do too. I do too. That we saw the, so the first, the first drop of the holiday merch, it's here. <laughs> it is here. And again, y'all, Just in time we, for fall. this is a, it's a shock for us too. Like, again, this is not normal, but I feel like everybody, everybody else in the comments was saying like, everybody's dropped merchandise so much earlier, like Target, um, it gets Walmart, earlier and earlier. Everybody yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're like, you need to prepare now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so well, here's your stuff. <laughs> the uh, Christmas girlies are just like, yeah, but you've been starting Halloween in August, so we're allowed to start Christmas in October. And I'm just I like, know. well, I mean, I, I'll give you that. I understand. But still, like, that's that's pushing it a little little too much for me personally. Right. Let, let's get at least a little bit closer to Halloween, please. I'm sure I'm sure our friends, Eric and Danny, I'm sure they love this. <laughs> oh, the Christmas countdown show, yeah. Christmas! Yes! Yes! But um, and, 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 y'all, again, plug for them. They're going to be starting their next season is actually going to be dropping here very, very soon. And they are also part of our countdown show family. So definitely go check out the Christmas countdown show. Uh, of course, after you finish listening to our episode and then go check out them and some of their newer stuff, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got some Wait. we got some breaking news. Um, and I need to share Wait, with the what? Dapper Danielle because uh, I just saw on Instagram um, our lovely friend Disney Hypebeast posted the feature the featured character on the 2000s decade collection lounge fly for the disney 100 uh celebration <gasps> yes <laughs> oh y'all okay so as we're looking at the photos so more merchandise so that was some of the holiday merchandise that also released too was a lot of like christmas but also a new line of the 100 yes the one the grand representing finale. the 2000s it's like a grassy sparkle firefly scene and it's Lewis the alligator and playing his little trumpet. (laughs) He's so cute. He's so cute. This is such a good idea. Wow. I love that it's a a focus on a sidekick character also. It's not like they could have done Princess (gasps) Tiana, which would have been really cute. They could have raised in there too. Raise on his cheek and so they're like I think he he might even have the accordion in there. And then that giant bright star behind them is to represent Evangeline, Evangeline. also. <gasps> wow. Oh. I had to tell you. I'm, I'm Sorry. excited. Uh, yeah, isn't that cute? No, thank you. You know me so well. <laughs> I just, it just, it, like, it popped up. I was just like, you know, it's, and Hypebeast is, is the merch guy. So, um, yeah. Wow. Well, beautiful. I will start saving my money because <laughs> I will be broke when that line releases. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's exciting. Well, Chris, I, we forgot to introduce you again in the beginning of this episode. Hi, Chris. Uh, but Chris, Welcome, one Chris. of our producers and our, our friends that put together all of our games has been hiding out secretly in the back of back of the recording. And he has a, a new game for us that we're going to be workshopping. This looks like a new game. Yes. This is not a new game. This is... Well, hold on a second. Let me do this first. <laughs> uh, this is not a new game. This is a game we played before. This is the backward song game. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm terrible at this. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> before we get started, some of you may know I am uh, the producer and game master for several different Countdown podcasts, and sometimes we play these games on different shows, but they usually go by different names on each one. For example, in Theater Countdown, as Rent and Bed and Starred Kong, this one Yadorb, which is simply Broadway in reverse. So uh, I thought before we get into this game, we should figure out a Disney-fied name mm. for this one. I have some ideas if you want to hear yes, them. Yes, please. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I have I have three. We love alliterations here at the Countdown Network. There's uh, Backwards Ballads. Backwards okay. Ballads. Love it. Mirrored Melodies. 
Oh. Or we could just do just what Asmarat and Ben did, and we can just call this Yensid, <gasps> which is Disney backwards. Well, and also the name of the sorcerer from uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice also. Well, there you go. I, I like Yensid. I think I think that's some great little references. <laughs> well, let's do it. Look, from now on, this game is called Yensid. Perfect. So if you don't know the way this game works is I'm going to be playing some uh, Disney-specific music in reverse. It'll be your jobs to tell me what songs they are, but you have to name the song and put the words in the reverse order. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the hardest part. Hold on. I gotta, I'm getting yeah. my, pen, my, pen, my pen and paper out already. So if we did like let it go, it would be go it lets. Yes. Or let it go it go it's let. I'm not good at this game. I don't have to play it. So go it fine. go it let. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And I, I should say before we get started that if you listen to season one of Disney Countdown with Eric and Danny, a couple of these songs showed up in there as well. But you haven't played them yet, so they're fresh for you. Ooh. Both. Let's go. So what we'll do is if you if you know a song, kind of raise your hand or indicate somehow verbally that you know it. And then I'll pick you. If you don't know it, we'll give the other one a chance and we'll see if we can get through. Okay. I think they're pretty easy, but maybe maybe I'm just maybe because I know the songs. I have them all written right there. So it's, that's why it seems easy. See, for those that were listening to the first season with Eric and Danny, they're, if, we, if this is the same song cue, then they're going to be like, oh, we know this answer. And then they're going to be yelling at us again if me and Megan don't get this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if you remember that much of uh, of season one, then please DM me. I have questions. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Here's the first one. This is for both of you. So just let me know who who knows it. <laughs> what do you think? Do you know, I know who it. it is? You know it. Like, wait, I don't know it. <laughs> wait, you you don't know Megan? No. Do you want me to do it? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I think I think I got it, but of course I just had to write it down mm -hmm. real quick. Um, is it sugar of full spoon? Sugar of full spoon. Do you want to try one more time? Sugar spoonful is one word. Oh, is it so sugar of spoonful? There you go. Sugar of spoonful A, but I will give it to you. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on to the next one. Here we go. Oh, ding, ding. I was too distracted about how cursed that sounded. I thought we were summoning <laughs> so some cursed. kind of demon. Oh my god! Just in time for a spooky season. Just in time oh for god. spooky season. I don't know. That was that was scaring me. I don't know what that was. Okay. What do you think? It's a long one. Uh, snowman a build. Wanna do? No, wanna you do? Try it one more time, but you're so close. There's only one little word I'm, I'm close? missing. Oh my god! See, that's why you gotta have the pen and paper out, <laughs> Megan. I did it. No, I I did it. Wait, snowman a build. This is the word. Wanna. Wanna, you do. Okay, it's. Uh, I'll give it to you. Do you wanna build a snowman? Come on, let's go and play. <laughs> the name of the song is "Do You Want to Build a Snowman," not "Do You Wanna Build a Snowman." Hey, no, oh. no, no, no. That's how she says it in the lyrics. We're gonna go by that. <laughs> Do you want to build a snowman? But that explains why it sounded so cursed, and because um, <laughs> it was Baby Anna, and I was just like, "This is not a normal character voice." <laughs> Moving on, here's the next one. Oh, 
Oh, ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. What do you think? Um. Okay, 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 okay. Hang on. This is hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Okay. I have it, too, if you're taking too long. King, B2, wait, can't, <laughs> just I. Oh, oh. I just can't wait to be king. You got it. I think I recognize Zazu's voice faster than anything else. That's like, Zazu was the one that helped, yeah. Very good. So let's move on to the next one. Here we go. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that uh, one ding, was, ding. Yeah, What do you think it is? Oh. Wait, isn't bear necessities one word? Necessities bear. Necessities Don't bear. give it the answers. <laughs> I already knew it. Necessities bear the, yeah. Bear necessities, the simple bear necessities. Forget about your worries and your stress. Fun fact, did you know that's Tom Hiddleston's favorite song? Is it really? That's cute. Yeah, Jungle Book is one of his favorite movies. And during the premiere of um, Tinkerbell and the Pirate Fairy, uh, he plays young Captain Hook as the voice actor. And during the movie premiere of it, they were asking him Disney questions. And he said that um, Bare Necessities is one of his favorite songs. And there's a video clip of him singing on stage his version of Bare Necessities. <laughs> That's so cute. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love him. Moving on. We have two more left. Here we go. Okay. Okay. I think Megan's winning. Oh, uh, ding, ding. You got this. Oh, Let's hear yeah. it. I was, I okay. was blinking on that one. Okay, okay. Heart, my in, be your. You got it. Best soundtrack of all time. I knew it was, I for some reason thought it was something from Brother Bear. And I mean, it's similar soundtrack, so that makes sense. But <laughs> Phil Collins is a genius. It's a good song. Mm -hmm. It's a good song. Mm -hmm. All right. So this is the last one. Here we go. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Let's hear it. Hold on. I got to write it out. Write it out. Me in friend A got you. You got a friend in me. You've got a friend. Yay! This is one of my favorites. Did, did I write this down in my, uh, the bonuses episode is one of my extra favorite songs that almost made the countdown list? I think, I think, you, think you did. Yes. I think so. Oh, good one. Or I, I talked about it a lot during the attractions one, too, because it's on uh, Jesse's Critter Carousel. It's one of my favorites. Yes. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Good ones. Yay. Super fun. You did it. Yes. That was uh, Yensid. We played it. Yensid. <laughs> Woo. That was fun. Thank you, Chris. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thanks for the game, Chris. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, Megan. All right. Are we ready to jump into this? <laughs> I I'm I think I'm ready. I'm also like 
kind of nervous. Um, but anyway. some, of, some of these we might be getting into the weeds and I think this will be maybe we'll start up a couple conversations if we'll see if people respond to this the way I think they're going to respond to this. I don't know. Okay. So y'all we are we are lighting we are lighting the um, the campfire of the podcast. We are gathering around the circle. We're about to tell spooky mystical stories and myths and legends of the Disney world and the Disneylands. And uh, we're going to talk about some 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 of our favorite counting down some of our favorite obscure myths and some of them are gonna get a little weird they'll um, get weird some of mm-hmm. them are are ringed in truth and some of them are not uh some of them are just downright lies that somebody started on the internet and we're gonna try to break some of those down mm-hmm ass indeed yes all right so disney miss do you yes. want to get do you want to get us started danielle you know i will and i think you know, I'm going to put this one at number 10 because I feel like this one is overdone and like over talked about, like everybody knows this legend and yes. whatnot. And I think right. you guys have your own version of it too over in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. It is the legend of the Disney dome. Right. <laughs> Y'all, when yep, we talk the about Disney this dome, now, some of we you do have a version actually... of that also over here. Right. So the, the legend of the myth of the Disney dome is that there is a weather dome over top of Walt Disney world property that we can control the weather. Right. Yeah. Or, um, like you even have a, like, yeah, that there's a dome yeah. that it can block out the rain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Which we're in Florida. We know that ain't real, but <laughs> so many people believe it. And I've actually gone on a tangent in a previous episode and it's over in one of the bonuses, extra content videos of me ranting about when I was a cast member convincing somebody that was an irate guest and finally just being fed up with them and telling them and convincing them that the dome was broken and that we couldn't fix it because the weather just wasn't cooperating. And that's why the transportation wasn't moving. And they believed me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know so many people still believe that this is a real thing because I saw it and witnessed it in my time as a cast member. Um, so yes, I would say the Disney dome is my number 10 favorite Disney legend and myth because it's it's even actually referenced in um oh what is it Kingdom Keepers the books oh did you did you ever read Kingdom Keepers when you were younger Megan I did not but I have one of the books I have the first book with me who was given to me by a uh, follower yes well yeah. in the first book I don't I don't want to spoiler alert it or anything like that but That's okay. um there is a reference where they actually use this legend and they they say that the hurricanes whenever they come over towards Disney World property the legend inside Kingdom Keepers is that there's this dome and that actually is the villains that are sucking the energy out of the hurricanes and they're gaining it so that way they can come back to power and all this other stuff yes. so I so that legend is so and myth is so like um it's still like joked about in the disney community that's even made reference into like the disney lore books and stuff like that that's so crazy i did not know that that was in kingdom keepers but spoiler alert that's that is one of the biggest for sure that that disney yeah the disney parks have a dome that is one of the biggest myths absolutely yeah so hopefully as you guys are listening to this this is kind of like the line that we're going to be going down as we do this countdown and start talking about some of these uh legends and myths and whatnot so also if you if there's any that you come across that you're just like oh my gosh yes this is uh, like i thought this was real or maybe i was like yeah somebody else thought this was real and i had to tell them no leave that in the comments let us know message us over on instagram and over on the facebook and whatnot let's have that conversation we want to let's talk some of the the spooky and the creepy things as we get into this Halloween spooky season. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So my number 10, um, (laughs) I put this because it's not necessarily Disney parks, but it's a quote. Um, and it's that, um, if you can dream it, you can do it was said by Walt Disney. And I actually have seen that in certain places, um, whether it be like on merchandise. Um, I don't think it's official Disney merchandise, but I've seen it that Walt Disney said that. Yes, exactly. And that was not a Walt Disney quote. It's, um, no, it's by, uh, someone with the last name Fitzgerald and, um, was it, uh, was it Scott Fitzgerald? Um, now I got to look it up. Um, but just the fact that it's not Walt Disney and there's a lot of people who think and have actually put placed it on merchandise that that was said by Walt Disney is uh, very interesting, but it's cause it's completely not his quote. So yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. there's a lot of things that are like, people think it's a Disney quote and it's not. Uh, so I don't know, like there's even been a couple things where I've been really hesitant to use it as a quote because I'm like, people post it as if it's fact. I'm like, I, not sure if that actually is accurate so i've been having to go back to like original source material and trying to find these things especially when talking about like the history of epcot and whatnot in some of my videos i actually try to find the videos of disney talking about it and just take straight from the source material uh so yeah no that's there's a lot of inconsistent disney quotes there yes there are inconsistent we haven't talked about it in our quote episode where it was don't just fly sore that wasn't actually in the dumbo movie it was for walt disney um but uh yeah so you got to do your your fact checking a little bit what i do know is that the if you can dream it you can do it is actually from blades of glory and it's (laughs) it's not Chaz michael michaels it's um what's his name john heater's character and i can't think of his name right now and that's really sad because i love that movie but he actually says it in his voicemail um and uh yeah that's hilarious. Ooh. Tom Fitzgerald. Yes. Okay. So it was Tom Fitzgerald that, uh, yeah, came up with that quote. So uh, what is it? Uh, our, our producer just put into the notes that Disney archivist Dave Smith explains that the phrase was actually coined by a Disney employee for the Epcot ride Horizons in 1980s. Actually, I think Dave Smith was at the convention I was just at. He probably um, was. Yeah. Maybe he was, or they mentioned him a lot in it. And he, uh, he says that I'm very familiar with that line because I wrote it. And that's Tom Fitzgerald told Disney archivist Dave Smith a few years back. So there you go. How crazy. It's Tom's. It's Tom's quote, everybody. Oh, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, see, and see, these myths and legends can cover so many different topics and, like, conversations. Um, like, my number nine is so obscure. I mean, okay, these, these ones are pretty close to each other. But my number nine is that the Walt Disney World castle can retract into the ground when a hurricane's coming. <laughs> <laughs> that it can go into the ground? It yes. Just elevators down? <laughs> no, people literally think that it, like, can, uh, like, you leave the park, and when we say we're getting ready for, like, a hurricane ride out and all this other stuff, they assume that the castle can literally, like, retract into the ground, and that's how it stays okay during hurricane season. No, y'all. It is, that that's thing so is funny. not, 
that is made of fiberglass is most of that entire <laughs> castle right there. It can't retract or anything like that. It is permanent structure. However, it is designed to be hurricane proof and it's lasted this long. We've gone on over 50 years and she's still looking good. She might have a little cuts, minor scrapes and whatnot, but she's still holding up. She's very sturdy. That castle. Yep. Yes. Yes, she is. Yep. And, uh, that's so funny. I, I have heard that one. I've heard, I've heard that it can, oh, we'll get, we'll get into that later, but yeah. Oh, that's that my it... next one. I think you're thinking what I'm thinking. <laughs> that is actually my next one because it ties in with each other. Okay, great. Okay. Um, okay. So my number nine, and this one is for parts of the Caribbean in Disneyland. And, um, <clears throat> I included it not because it's like completely been debunked because I don't even think it has, but it's that um, they actually did use real human skeleton bones uh, for the ride back in the um, in the 60s and the 70s. They've got them from UCLA. Those That's not the case anymore. They have created, you know, obviously with technology and everything, modern technology, they have created fake skeletons, um, but the only remaining real skeleton is a skull that sits above the bed in the bedroom scene where the she's looking through the magnifying glass so it's on the headboard it's like it's like into the actual like headboard itself it's into the headboard yeah yeah it's a skull that sits right up there i have heard that that's not true i've heard that that is also not real it looks real because it's a different color than the skeletons that they and the bones that they use for the fake guys um it's a much darker Mm. uh i have heard that i have heard that it's not that it's confirmed that that's not true so but then there's things on google that are saying yeah oh yeah for sure that is definitely the the last remaining legit human skull uh in the ride so i don't know if that's been debunked or not and i get mixed messages from people but i wanted to include that just because like it's still one of the like remaining mysteries of pirates of the caribbean um i feel like and i'll talk about this a little bit later too but both of our pirates of the caribbeans have weird history and lore behind them mm-hmm. and uh, i think that's so interesting i've heard that one too and like people even ask me and i'm like y'all i'm not the disneyland girly go ask megan um <laughs> but yeah no i even i've heard that one too like i i knew i knew that it was there when the ride opened and then they were removed but i yeah i've also heard that debate of if it is is the last one actually in the headboard or not that's yeah and that was it's i mean it's been that way for a long time you got people saying like did you know that that's the the last real skull and then i i yeah i've just heard from years ago that that is that's been debunked that's a myth that's not real but I, I, there's still people saying it's real i don't know so that just goes along with like the fake disney facts the fake disney facts also go in and tie in with our myths and legends also because uh, even those have some like fake reality to them also so yeah right so i'm interested to see if for those of you who are listening feel free to just ramble away at what you think about that disney myth or fact about pirates of the caribbean because i'd love to hear i'd love to hear what you have heard from cast members and people who have were or have worked for the parks previously because that that still remains to this day a little bit of a mystery so Maybe, yeah. maybe we'll get some clear answers after this podcast, Megan. Oh, that'd yeah. be so exciting. Let us know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? Well, but hopping back over here to Walt Disney World and still sticking with the castle theme, uh, my number eight is that if you don't believe that the Walt Disney World castle can retract into the ground, during the 70s and 80s, um, I think it was uh, due to our 
relationship with Russia, there was this whole idea that um, the Walt Disney World castle was actually a cover up for a missile silo. <laughs> I have heard that. <laughs> Y'all, as someone that used to work in the castle and pick up regular shifts in the castle, no. Even (laughs) the hallway inside the castle to be able to get up from the utilidors up into where, like, the Bippity-Boppity Boutique is, it is a tiny little hallway. That thing is not as big as it seems. Force perspective is amazing. But I can confirm, as someone that used to work and live live I use air use air quotes um inside cinderella's castle uh, i can confirm it is not a missile silo <laughs> hey okay yeah um i have heard that that is a wild wild myth and crazy theory that someone made up but i guess at that time i can see people just being like that's a cover-up there's no way that disney's just putting a castle there <laughs> putting a, to not do something um, or to not hide something. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Yes. And that ties into a couple other legends also. And I think I might cover those a little bit later in the next episode. Cause I didn't make my, my 10 through uh, six, but anyway, what about you, Miss Megan? Let's see. Yes. Uh, we got number eight, right? Yes. Yeah. My number eight's the Disney dome. And the fact that people have yes. believed for years that there is a dome that can go above the parks to shield from weather other things and that is just so funny to me that's always been really funny to me that that people just have believed that that they disney would actually construct something like that you know when i when i took my, when me and the dapper family went to toontown over in disneyland and they have that fake skyline and the california sky was yeah. just like perfectly blue because of course you guys don't have as crazy weather or usually you don't over sure. there in disneyland even my dad compliment and commented and he's just like this looks like a cartoon fake world over here <laughs> i'm like well yeah they did a good job but that like in toontown specifically it makes you think that the disney dome is real over yes disneyland. i can see that i can see that but then you'd be like Eh, that doesn't sound logical or reasonable no. or rational. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you know, I guess not to some people, but hey, just so you guys know, no, the Disney Dome is not real. That's fake. So just to, you know, get that it's out there so you all know. I have to mention that multiple times. <laughs> well, hopping back over to Walt Disney World's Haunted Mansion, Ma- or not Haunted Mansion, uh, we'll get into those later, but yes. Pirates of the Caribbean. So you guys have the legend of the skulls and the whatnot. human skulls, yes. And for my number uh, seven, over here at Walt Disney World's Haunted Mansion, there is a legend of a ghost, and his <gasps> name is George. George have you ever the heard ghost. of this? I, I think I have heard of George the ghost. Yes. Yes. I filmed a video a long time about it. And so there, there's this legend that the cast members, when they go through and they do the walkthroughs of the attraction and they start the more, the ride up for the day. Um, and some, some cast members still believe this. Some do not. So if you are a cast member that is an opening team person or a closing team person over there in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, like, let me know. Uh, but there for a while, they would say, they would have to say good morning, George and good night. Night George or this ghost would attack the ride and like Pirates of the Caribbean would be shut down for either most or if not all the day. Mm-hmm. 
if the morning person or the closing person did not say and acknowledge George properly. And the whole legend is, is that a, when Pirates of the Caribbean was being built here at Walt Disney World, some maintenance guy ended up having an accident and like died or something like that. Uh, That is just a legend. Mm -hmm. There is actually no accident proof. There is no, there's no like accident recording or like incident report of something happening during the building of this attraction so that is just all that's all just legend but supposedly maybe somebody else just wandered on in there ghosty wise and has claimed uh pirates of the caribbean but uh yeah that's still something that we don't have clear answers on but the cast members still acknowledge of george that's so funny wow it's kind of like a just a superstitious tradition i guess there's yeah. a couple other cast member superstitions also here. So and mm-hmm. I'll, again, I'll get into those a little bit later. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of the big ones for over there in Adventureland. That's really crazy. Wow. I get a little unnerved. I'm I definitely totally believe in ghosts, totally believe in spirits. Mm-hmm. So I would feel a little unnerved working on that ride. Bravo to the cast members there. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Y'all are brave. Hey, as long as you acknowledge him, he just wants to be acknowledged, I guess. That's it. Yeah. J- just say hi. Just and say then hi. He'll, and he then just he'll be nice to, to you. Just be polite <laughs> in the morning. Say good morning. And then you say good night, George. And that's all he asked for. That's easy enough. Yeah. Good old George. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. Number seven. All right. So my number seven is a little more gruesome than that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It's just the, it, it's the one that's been going on since, you know, the tale as old as time that Walt Disney is frozen under the castle. Oh my. And which castle? Which castle? I think, I mean, I think the big one is that it's Magic Kingdom. I think. Right. I think. Because we have the Utilidors. Everybody assumes that he was like frozen and put underneath the Utilidors somewhere. Y'all, I've been around there. The only thing that's sketchy in there is the HVAC system that just shoots the trash across the bottom of uh, Magic (laughs) Kingdom. That's the only sketchy stuff down there. I'll tell you what. (laughs) No, there's no, there's no body down there. You don't need to worry about that. No, Walt Disney is uh, resting peacefully in a um, actual cemetery. So, uh, yeah, he's not under the castle. There's no need to worry about that. There, okay, hold on, though. Side note about that. Did you what? see <laughs> Did you see the AI commercial, though, on YouTube about, about this? You know, I think, is that trending around all of a sudden again? It's on TikTok now. Yeah, it's gotten on TikTok. Yeah. I got tagged in it a lot here recently, and there's so many, like, pages and whatnot that I have just blocked because I am so tired of people tagging me in the these stuff these like these disney fake facts and whatnot and being like danielle is this real and i'm like y'all you know this is not real like, like some of them are just ridiculous and this yeah. is one of them but yes i think the power of ai and technology is getting a little more frightening because it's making people believe that some of these like fake disney legends are real so that's why that's why y'all listen here on the podcast is so that we can tell you for sure yeah no can confirm no no <laughs> Uh, yeah, that when I first saw that, I actually, I had never seen that before. That's something that just popped up and I was like, wow, that is, that is crazy. The, the technology, the, just the, the way it was filmed too, like amazing, but <laughs> very, very fake on their hands. <laughs> A little too much time. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. So yeah. Yeah. Just, just let you all know, no, Walt Disney's not frozen at the castle. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. That is a good one. 
Well, before we get into our number six, y'all, again, we just want to say thank you so much for listening to the Disney Countdown Show. Thanks for making it towards the end of the episode with us. And again, make sure you're following us on the Disney Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and Pod Disney over on Twitter and X. I am the Dapper Danielle, also over on the social medias too. And it is the magical millennial underscore for Megan in all of her content. So, and we'll have more Disney uh, myths and legends and more th- creepy things for yeah. us to talk about here in the next couple, a couple episodes. And don't forget again, another reminder, cause we mentioned a little bit earlier in the podcast. Uh, if you are not part of the Patreon family and would like to be, or you're considering it, make sure you are joined up and a Patreon member before our next uh, family live stream. And yeah. we're going to be talking and communicating on Friday, October 13th at 7 PM uh, Pacific time. And then 10 PM Eastern time, because uh, that is, peak dapper danielle time Uh, (laughs) it's gonna be fun yes thank you guys so much for listening yep yep okay thanks everyone are we ready for our number our number six i'm ready i'm ready to hear yours so mine is an unfortunate event that actually happens daily at the parks but like kind of kind of the legend and the myth of like y'all shouldn't be doing this kind of like word of warning if that Mm -hmm. makes sense Mm -hmm. so my number six is somebody labeled it as that disney parks are a creation uh, a cremation haven oh no so when like some people think it is a great idea and that it's okay for people to bring their relatives um, in their little cremated little versions of themselves, they'll bring them in in like little snack baggies and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate that grandma's in a snack bag and, um, uh, <laughs> and they'll try to take grandma and sprinkle her on the, in uh, at her ashes on either her favorite Walt Disney world park or her favorite like place in Disney world. Oh, she loved the hub grass. Let me just go ahead and sprinkle grandma into the hub grass. Y'all. This is me debunking any myth or legend or hearsay that this is an okay idea. It is absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, just the other day, there's actually a video that went viral on TikTok of somebody trying to sprinkle grandma's ashes over into the graveyard of the Haunted Mansion and it got caught in the, um, in the drain. <laughs> Grandma got caught in the drain. <laughs> just so unfortunate. So, yeah. The, the the cast members were out there with this like giant vacuum and they're just they're just sucking out grandma and grandma's <laughs> going into the Lake Buena Vista landfill afterwards. That's all that happens. That is all that happens. Yes, that's where they end up. If you try to sprinkle ashes in any Disneyland attraction, they're just going to end up in a vacuum. So keep that in mind that, you know, that's what you're doing to your uh, relative You're when like, <laughs> when yeah. you decide to do that. Y'all take them to the ocean, take them to an obscure lake or something like that. That's the way to do it. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I would also not suggest it into like a Disney World body of water either, but like go no. somewhere else. Go to go, go to go to Coco. Go to somewhere else over there <laughs> and sprinkle of, grandma. Plenty of bodies of water elsewhere. Yes. Yeah. And if you think you're like dropping grandma in a place that uh 
is like, oh, nobody's going to even notice over here. No, y'all, we have horticulturists that are going through the bushes and stuff like that, too. And they have their own way of being able to rake out human remains and stuff like that. Grandma's not going to stay over there in the favorite flower garden over there near Casey's Corner or anything like that. No, she's no. going to also be picked up and thrown out also. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, fun times. Good times. Fun times. Fun times. <laughs> Don't not for the ghosty that, that you're trying to leave behind, but she ain't gonna be there. So nope. I wonder how many ghosts we actually have over at the uh, over at the dump behind Magic Kingdom. Oh my gosh, that'd be hilarious! Because we do have our own landfill also for Disney World. So, oh yeah, fun facts. Mm -hmm. yeah. That is not a legend or a myth. That is real, and, and that's where Grandma that ends up at. <laughs> <laughs> the myth is that it's okay to do that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> See, oh, such a weird, like, little little tidbit of uh, our random thing. So, Megan, what what's yours? Uh, let's see. My number six. Uh, this is something that I... So, it's similar to one that you had said before, Danielle. It's that the castle during, like, hurricane season, during a hurricane, can be dismantled. It can be taken apart somehow. And oh, so like ours retracts into the ground because we have the utilidors. Yours can actually like come apart like a jigsaw I heard, puzzle. I heard it was yours that could be dismantled. I, ours, ours is just the way it is. It's old, so <laughs> it can, it can't be moved at all. <laughs> it's just there. Um, but I care. I heard yours can be dismantled in in the case of extreme weather. So. I don't know what's pe what people think about this, y'all. This was I, built in the, like, park opened up in 71. This was built 70s. in, what, 69? Like, what do you think? So, it's a giant Lego? Like, how is... Like, technology wasn't that advanced, y'all. No, like, no, no, uh, no. That'd be impressive. Right? But no. <laughs> no. And knowing Disney animatronics and, like, Disney systems, even if it was able to, like, retract and whatnot and go into the ground, it, more than likely, it would not be able to go back up. And so the next day the park yeah. opens, you can see the back of Fantasyland uh, from Main Street. And you're like, oh, well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. And, oh, you know. Oh, my gosh. So... I, I'm sure, you, Megan, you've seen this too, and that's actually what fueled some of these uh, these myths and quotes and fake Disney facts and whatnot. There's that uh, fake Disney facts news on TikTok. They're one of the ones I've had to block. Mousetrap news. Be Mousetrap news. Uh, because some of their things, I know it's satire and whatnot, but it's the amount of people that believe it. They were the, one of the ones that created a fantastic photoshopped image of the castle, like, disappearing. Mm-hmm. And like the fake news. Oh yeah, of like, it was. Oh yeah, the castle's being demolished. It was well done. Their content, and I've actually made a video about them because of how well put together their content is, and how they can make, really make you believe that this stuff is real. Okay, so yeah, they they've made they've made videos where like large creators have believed their stuff and made a whole new video about it and like spun it out of control. Like because non Disney creators, though, right? Are we talking just like creators. exactly like like okay. just big TikTok people? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they're that good. Mousetrap News is that good. I give them props because of that specifically, but I also am just like, guys, like you can't keep doing this. Disney's gonna come after you. Like, <laughs> well, and that I think that's what makes it more unfortunate is that you have these bigger creators that are not Disney people or like, uh, you know, okay, I'm gonna get on a little bit of a rant here as we're finishing up the episode. But when Disney invites in these Disney content creators that have no associate associating with Disney, and Disney just invites them in because of how big their following numbers are, mm -hmm. and they're giving fake 
how to do Disney information or just stuff that is just completely wrong information Mm -hmm. during these staycations that Disney's hosting them. And it just makes me cringe every single time. Um, Or I'll get tagged or sent these videos and they're just like, Danielle, can you debunk this? I'm like, I can't say anything on TikTok um, just because I don't want to seem like uh, not controversial, but more like a, I don't know. What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not combative. Oh my gosh. Not combative, combative, but just like, like, you're know. just, you know, hating <laughs> or like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to come across as like a hater. Oh, she's just yeah. being a hater and just giving and just giving shade just because I'm like, no, it's like your information is horribly wrong and I can't come against you and say anything. Cause my following is much smaller compared to your following kind of thing. Right. So yeah, it's just, it's very unfortunate. So for y'all that are listening again to the Disney countdown show and you follow us on the social medias and you're here for the real Disney information for the real facts and us telling you the news and how it is. We are appreciate that you are listening to us and that you understand and we will try to we will try our darndest never to lead you astray with any fake disney news <laughs> never never yes that's that is the opposite of what we do <laughs> we, we we're here to give you the facts if we try and a lot it's like sometimes we'll be given bad information or like we'll try to double check ourselves before we say anything especially when it comes yes. to like disney no, quotes for example yeah fact check ourselves absolutely yeah mm-hmm absolutely yeah uh, well megan i think we we should stop where we're at because if i keep going down more rabbit holes i'm gonna start giving away the next episode's uh <laughs> list of our top five countdown so more myth rabbit holes yes well that's a it's a pretty good six i'm excited to hear five through one next week i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be very interesting i got some good ones that i'm excited to share so looking forward to it (laughs) sounds like a plan yeah yeah well thank you guys again so much for listening and subscribing and thank you to our patreons and we will see you for our five through one disney miss next week but until then have a very magical day and night night sleep tight dream of churros tonight oh that was good (gasps) yes and now Mm. i'm like I'm glad I got it off my chest about talking about the uh, castle missile silo and the retracting and all that other stuff. We, we got that out of the way. Let's get to the good meat and potatoes in the next episode. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for the, the next ones for sure.